All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Catholic Talk Show. Today, we are trying and talking about Trappist beers. Yeah, we're going to look at why Trappist monks brew some of the very best beers in the world, the history behind it, the different variations, and some of the nuances that make Trappist beers one of the most famous types of beers in the entire world. So let's crack a couple of cold ones and get the show going. Woo! Great to be back in the studio with you boys, Ryan Shield, Father Rich Pagano. Hello, hello. Always. Boys, how are you? This ya? is great, man. Yes. This, is, this is awesome. Yeah, we're, we're going to be uh, talking about the uh, Trappist beers. We're going to be drinking some Trappist beers. And then at the end of the show, we're going to see if Father Rich knows what the difference is between a Trappist beer and a fake one. Yeah, and we're going to drink some of these. We're going to rate them. We're going to let you know which ones we think are the best. And um, we're going to get into the history of the Trappists and how they started brewing beers, the distinction between all of them, and uh, hopefully enjoy a couple beers, and maybe you guys can go out and find these yourselves and drink along with us. Now, we do these these shows all the time, and the Inquisition is one of the most important parts of the show. Listen, don't give it away. Don't give but it away. I'm a little nervous about this because I have a feeling that there's going to be oh, consequences. Oh, yeah. You oh, are, there, you the are not going like this. The consequences are sitting right here in front of me. And, uh, They're actually in front of me. Should, you should definitely like definitely watch this show. So the worst thing that, the worst thing that happened. <laughs> so for our audience, for the people that are only listening in, this might be something that you want to watch. It's the second worst thing that happened to John the Baptist. Let's just put it that way. Oh Lord have mercy. Mm. So it's it's Spoiler less alert. bad than getting your head cut off, but beyond that, probably about the second worst thing. Okay. So what, hey, before we get into uh, you know cracking these beers open and drinking them and reviewing them. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find us? So crack into the internet and then pull us up on catholictalkshow.com. Check with us on all of our social media platforms. We want to interact with you on there. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, as well as patreon.com forward slash the Catholic Talk Show. That's a way that you could support us and help us continue to develop the show and reach more audiences as we continue to move into this new year of our, I mean, we're almost at a, a new year of our show. So this is pretty exciting times. And most especially, my friends, let's continue to pray closer, you know, pray and continue to get closer in the spirit. And what a wonderful way to just kind of socialize and crack a couple cold ones. So if you're listening right now and it's in the morning, maybe you want to put it on pause, come home after a long day at work, Enjoy, and a, beer enjoy a beer with us. <laughs> or day drink with us. That's fun too. No, don't day drink with <laughs> Just us. Don't drink, don't Especially drink not drive. on the hours of your, you know, in, in place of employment. Just Disclaimer. don't drink and drive. Don't drink. That's a good point. No drink, drink responsibly. Drive. Drink responsibly. So, yeah, today we're talking about Trappist beers and what makes a beer Trappist. What is Trappist? Now, the Trappists are a Catholic religious order. Uh, they sprang out of the Benedictine movement, and the real name of the Trappists, or the official name, is the Order of the Cistercians of the Strict Observance of the Role of St. Benedict. So, you know, in a sense of the Benedictine movement, it's it's really the founder of monasticism. So Absolutely. the strict order of monasticism is is really a way of life that is pretty austere. It is. So one of the things that is the hallmark of the Trappists and what make them of the strict observance, right, is that according to the rule of St. Benedict, one of the, it was uh, aura et labora, work and pray, work right? And, prayer. and these communities really were designed to be able to be self-sufficient to be able to um, sustain themselves through the work of their own hands so that they could have a community to where when they were done working, they were able to pray. They would work, 
and pray. So uh, the Trappists really develop a reputation in their monasteries for creating really excellent um, goods, whether it was cheese, whether it was wine, whether it was beer, whether soap. it was soap, whatever. Bring cake. Um, the Trappists up in Massachusetts, they do beer and they do jelly. And I mean, the jelly's freaking amazing. Right? It's good. They put it's it on good the fruitcake. They, they put, put it, it on the fruitcake. <laughs> so um, the Trappists, the, where they get their name from is from the uh, original. <laughs> Will you stop it, Father Rich? You and the fruitcake. I'm they sorry. They make fruitcake. I've had I'm some fruitcake from it's Trappist good. monks. What's I'm the matter with you? I can imagine. But you em- your emphasis of the fruitcake, Ryan. You missed it. I, I put it in there. Okay. So anyway, they, they get their name from the Abbey of La Trappe, which is mm-hmm. in France. And from there, they all went out. So that's where the Trappists come from. There's a we beer have called a Latra- the Trappist. Well, the Trappist is here. one of the it's beers. It's not here. We oh, don't have that I don't one. Think we have oh, okay. So we, were, we had a hard time finding a lot yeah, of these did. beers. But there's actually a whole categorization of what is known as Trappist beers, right? And from what I learned today, it, there's actually a stamp Absolutely. that's associated with mm-hmm. an authentic Trappist right. beer. Right. So there's a lot of what are called Trappist-style beers or Belgian beers. You'll hear... You'll hear Double or triple or even quadruple style beers, and those will generally be. Is that marketed. like a double IPA or a triple IPA? Not really. Like so an intense amount of alcohol, or no. So what? Would, so the tradition of brewing in the monasteries was originally a, a lot of brewing was just made for self sustenance, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you were brewing beer, you, at the time you really couldn't drink the water from the local water supplies because uh, this was before proper sanitation, and if you you would. Um, you drink the water and you get dysentery and died. Mm. You know, you just couldn't just go out and drink water, right? There was no taps. There was no public water filtration systems. Mm-hmm. So you had to find ways to be able to make the water potable. And a lot of times the best way to do that was to boil it. And um, to also give it nutrition, they would take, you know, the grains and ferment them and boil it and they'd start making beer. There was a way to be able to hydrate themselves and give themselves a lot of nourishment from the wheat that was growing around the monasteries. So what they started doing is they were developing their own beer for their own sustenance, um, and they got good at it. And then as travelers would come to the to the monastery, they would offer beer because one of the hallmarks of Benedictine spirituality is is hospitality to to travelers and to people who are your guests. So they would have better beer for the people who are coming to visit them. And people are like, "Wow, this is amazing beer." And they started going back to the monasteries, and monasteries ended up starting to be the suppliers of beer. Mm. So that's really where the tradition of brewing in, in Trappist monasteries come from. Now, the reason that there's double, triple, and quadruples is that they would make beers of varying strength, right? So a single or a double would be usually less alcohol content, and that would be reserved for the monks themselves. Whereas a triple or quadruple would have more alcohol on it, and it would be typically a beer of a higher quality, which would be given to the guests, right? Mm. Um, and But that's backwards, though. See, the thing is that the words double and triple come from how many times, like, you know how there's, like, extra, distilled. extra virgin olive oil, yeah. and then there's olive oil, mm-hmm. and there's virgin olive oil, right? It's how many times the grape has been pressed. Mm-hmm. Same thing with running water through the mash when you're making beer. You can run the same... You can take the same mash and run the water through it again and brew a whole nother process, and that would be your your second run or your double, or a third time would be your triple run. But eventually the terms got flip-flopped, and triple and quadruples were better, and the singles and doubles were worse, when originally it would have been the opposite way around. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Hmm. 
I know a lot about a beer. So I'm when are we going to drink it? <laughs> <laughs> so You know, I, I spent a little bit of time with the Benedictine monks in Norcia, the birthplace of St. Benedict yeah. and St. Scholastica. And the rhythm of life that they have is one that is truly rooted in prayer and work. And from the very moment that they wake up, you enter into prayer and then you begin your work day, really. And then there's moments where you break for food. But the rhythm that you that you enter into, it's it's really fascinating. And I could see how it's an appealing way to live your life because you start entering into this kind of routine. You know, we we feel like, you know, you enter into a routine, you know, work days are Monday through Friday, these certain hours. And then when you get off TGIF, thank God it's Friday, you know, and you have like hump day. You, you have all these different things that kind of help you in your rhythm. But when you break it down to the fundamentals of what the monastic way of life accomplishes, the prayer and the work are so satisfying, especially when you're working with your hands and related to what, you know, the, the monks are accomplishing day in and day out for the sake of community. When you enter into that, you can live in silence and really retrieve a, a sense of joy. And that's, you know, I only spent a little bit of time with them, but entering into their way of life it brought a lot of peace into my heart. It was very, very special. Yeah. So one of the things that that the Trappists would do is that um, a lot of, there's a lot of Trappist monasteries. Now, not all of them brew Trappist beer. And after they started gr- the, the beer started growing in popularity, a lot of people uh, who were brewers of similar ty- style beers would say, we brew a Trappist-style beer. And it was confusing the marketplace. And eventually there was a lawsuit. In 1962, the Trappist actual monasteries brought lawsuits against all of the um, all of the breweries who were making what they called Trappist the beers. Fakers. Fakers. Right? Interesting. So that they could no longer call them Trappist. They had to call them Belgian style or strong or yeah. Trappist inspired. Yeah, they couldn't ever yeah. call them Trappist. So eight Trappist monasteries that were producing beer. So there's six of them in Belgium. Uh, one in the Netherlands and one in Germany. They came together and they created the ITR, the International Trappist Association. And that was a, a, a an organization that said anything that is authentically made by Trappist has to have this seal. Mm-hmm. And you'll know that this is actually made by monks and um, it's of the standard qualities dictated by it. Now, for any monastery to have this label... The beer or the cheese or the jelly has to be produced within the walls of a Trappist monastery, and it has to have been actually made or the production supervised by actual monks. Yep. So they can't outsource it. It has to be the fruit of the monks' own work with inside the walls of their, trap, uh, their monastery. Because there's actually monasteries that brew beer, but they brew it off location, and they can't get that signed. They gotcha. can't be a Trappist. Huh. Yeah. Because it has to be within the monastic walls of the community. Wow. Now, quality-wise, is there variation? We'll get to that. Okay. So the and second, you're going to tell us if you can detect it. Right. Now, the second rule is that the brewery must be of secondary importance, and it has to be—the business practices have to be commensurate with the way of monastic life. So they can never be so successful at brewing that it overtakes their spiritual life. That's the second rule Ooh, to be I able like to get that. that. Uh, the third is that the brewery cannot make profits. Huh. The money is used for the upkeep of the monastery and the monks. Any of the excess money that doesn't support the monks or upkeep their monastery monastery is then donated to the order's charitable uh, causes. 
And the fourth rule is that the quality of beer has to be awesome. Mm. And it's up to uh, quality monitoring where the others will say this beer is up to our standards or it's not. Mm. So, I mean, that's the ITA. Yep. This is a really excellently crafted beer with ethical purposes uh, from like responsibly sourced waters and grains that donate money. I mean, this, look, if you're going to drink beer, this is the beer you should be drinking because it supports causes, it supports monks, it's, um, it, it, it supports local communities, it supports charities. It's a really cool thing. So mm-hmm. when I first learned about these, I was like, well, I'd rather be drinking this than something that is just going to some big conglomeration who sure. could care less about you yeah. know, the values yeah. of, that yeah. I believe in. Well, you know, I've got to show this to the, to the community here. So this right here. So Father Rich is showing that that steel right there uh, on that bottle, if you see that on a bottle, you know that it is produced by the ITA. It is actually produced according to those four rules, right? That it's actually produced by the hands of monks inside the walls of the tra- Trappist Monastery, all of those things. So look for that seal on there. And you won't see it often. There's not a ton of beers. That There's are not. There. And that's where I, I kept on getting into trouble with Ryan Shield today when we were going shopping because I kept on grabbing all of these presumably like these these Trappist beers. Yeah, and they'll have, these they'll have names like, like Saint So-and-So or Saint, Saint Arnold. Arnold. I kept on trying to sell hmm. you on the Saint Arnold. Yeah. And you, you know, weren't having it. You know how much a stickler I am. You are a pretty big stickler. I am. I said no a dozen <laughs> times. A ton of, yeah. That's what I do. I say no. You just say no. I do. So here's some of the monasteries and some of the beers you can look for. And I'll post a list of all of these on there. There's um, <coughs> there's Akel. There's Chimay. There's uh, Gregorius. There's Latrappe. There's Orval. Uh, Spencer, which is the first one actually to be an ITA in the United States. It's uh, St. Joseph's Monastery in Massachusetts. And they also do jelly. And, dude, I go out of my way. My daughter, like, we will go and it takes, like, an hour because there's one little shop in Amish country that carries it. And like a couple times a year, we'll go out there and buy a bunch of jelly. Cause that's the only jelly we eat. Cause it's that good. Wow. Uh, there's a uh, Trappist Roquefort. There's Trey Fontaine, West mall, uh, Zundert. And then there's this other one. I can't quite pronounce it. I've tried. It's the best I can come with is West Veteran. West Vester veteran. It was voted the best beer in the world. Wow. And you cannot buy it. You have to order it. You have to call the monastery and say, I would like to buy six beers. And maybe they'll get back to you. You'll show up, and they're like, here's your six beers. You can only buy six beers at a time. They only ever brew it when they need money. Like So about 10, they only release it to the public in a wide scale when they need money. So like five years ago, their roof was caving in. So they released like 20,000 bottles of it worldwide. Um, and raise enough money to replace the roof, and then they just went back to, you have to pick it up at their monastery. Wow. And it was voted the best beer in the entire world. We've got to get that name down. Right. Westervalen, (laughs) Westervalen. I don't know. It comes from Pope St. Sixtus. Ah. So... So let's let's crack ah. it, let's crack into some of these beers here. Let's, uh, do let's it. talk about them. So before we actually drink them, give me this one over here. The, the Chimay? No, no. I want the Orval. Yeah. So Orval is one of the Trappist beers, right? And can you guys take a look at this logo? Can't see it. Is uh, that a goose? No, it's a fish with a gold ring in its mouth. Really? Let me see yeah. that again. That's from the lady from the oh, well, right? Right. I told oh, you the okay. story. So, yeah. um, I could see that. Long time ago, there was a, a a woman who was traveling, and 
Oh, you bringing it to the camera? Yeah. All right. So this this woman was traveling. Um, she was a widow, and her she was going to a well to be able to get uh, something to drink while she's traveling, and her wedding ring had fallen off into the well. And she prayed to God because, you know, she was recently widowed. Uh, it's not really showing up that well. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. You got it. So she prayed to God that she get this ring back, and she drew, she drew the bucket up from the well, and in the bucket was a fish with the ring in its mouth. And she was so grateful to God that she right there on the spot said, this is truly a Val d'Or, which means a golden valley. So Val d'Or, or so Orval, Orval, the Golden Valley. Cool. And how long ago was this? Long time ago. <laughs> Seven, eight hundred wow. thousand years ago. And <laughs> so on the spot, as, as, as thankfulness to God for getting her wedding ring back, she bought the land donated it to the Trappist. They built the monastery there, and they still make the beer for Arval from the same spring of that water, of that well where the woman found her ring. So that's where this beer comes from in the logo. Mm. Oh, wow. Orval. That's, that's a tradition there. That is. That is. So Delacrosse, why don't we crack that baby open? Well, you got it. Problem. We didn't bring a bottle opener. Oh. Well, so, let me see. I could either do it with my wedding ring. Let's see. Wow. Look at that. There you go. That just looked painful. I broke mine doing that. Walter, <laughs> Walter Schultz taught me how to do that. Seriously? Huh? Walter Schultz taught me how to do that. Oh, my Walter. goodness gracious. Uh, All right, so. uh, an Irish woman taught me how to do that. So what's the next beer that you want to you wanna cover here? Well, I'll be well, happy to grab it. Let's drink this first, and let's give it a little bit of a rating. Let's give it a... Let's well, go with the... We got the Chimay. Well, let's go with I the... I think I got a lot of foam here. Oh, my gosh. I yeah, have a whole... Uh, let's go with foam. a 1 to 10 scale. We'll rate each one. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, we're beer connoisseurs, and uh -huh. people love our ratings, and you should, too. Yeah, they absolutely <laughs> should. Are you stirring it with your finger? Well, no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, foam here. I don't know if I was drinking. Ooh, that's good. That is Wow. All right, boys, bottoms up. So, name? Orval. Orval. All right. I'm getting a lot of foam here. Hey, look at my face. <laughs> Dude, you got it on your nose. All right, man. Ooh, Working that's tasty. It's really good. Yeah, that's very, very good. Very dark, very sweet, kind of. Um, I know that a lot of... I've brewed Belgian-style beers before, and you use uh, candy sugar instead of regular, you know, molasses or sugar or anything mm. to do, to get the... Um, that's really good. The fermentation no, process going. Very good beer. So, it's you know, not, sometimes when you like get a really, stout... It's like really, really dark rich. and bold and rich, and it's it's intense to drink. This has it's smooth. This has um, it has sweetness to it. It has uh, bubblegum notes. It really does. I don't know about bubblegum. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But but like what you were saying, Father Rich is is it's um it's not very heavy. It's not no. heavy. It's it's almost like it's not a light beer. It ha it's packed with flavor, but it it hits your palate, and as you're drinking it, it's like oh, this is kind of refreshing. Almost. Yeah. 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 Really I'm good. There. You digging it? Are you with me on that, Delacrosse? Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get my notepad out. What so are we, we drinking can... next? This Hold is on, exciting. We gotta we gotta rate it. Oh, so scale of one to ten. I would say I I would definitely give that like a an eight point five. And my 5. And my rating. I'm at eight. 
Yeah, no, I do eight point. I'm at eight, just reserving because I've. Ne- I, I don't know. Had yeah, the rest I've, of I've them. never had this before. This is a great experience. I've never done Trappist beers. I've had Chimay, but other than that, I, I've this had is Orval. Orval, yeah, Orval is one before. of my very highly favorites. recommend it. Yeah. He's I'm going actually back. going for the bottom of this thing. I got so much foam in mine. It was I know, mine was yeah, all head. Are yeah. they all like that when you pour them? A lot of them, because of the way that the style of their brewery, a lot of them are bottle conditioned. Gotcha. So they're going to have more foam when you pour them. They're going to have a lot of sediment in the bottom. That um, was tasty. I'm going to go. What are you? What are you giving mm. them? See, gonna, but you've done all of these before. Too many times. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say, just from past experience, I'm going to say on a scale of one to ten, and with my past experience of traps i'm going to give it an eight okay. it's really one of my very favorite beers of all time it, it yeah. was delicious very smooth or vol very refreshing <sighs> all right let's let, what do you want to do next chimay's open right let's now. let's talk about chimay then okay great because they make a, a lot of different beers they make well like they make three or four four beers yeah so they make the sink sense they make the grand reserve they make the white and the red right in the red yep they make white red yellow and this. And, and it's delicious it's more of a maltier flavor yeah it's really such an excellent beer now chimay is probably the largest of the trappist brewers they they produce the most bottles they produce the most volume of beer yeah you see them everywhere right everywhere and ostensibly they're the first one to really be known as a trappist as a you know trappist beer Um, they're in scormont abbey in uh chimay belgium right so that's where they get their name from and they they sell over fifty million dollars of beer a year, and this, this is just to keep their abbey up. Well, like, but then the they money donated. they donate the okay. rest, so they're donating a lot of money out. Absolutely. This is the Grand Reserve Ale that we're having. Yep. And another thing that they do, which is really excellent, if you ever find it, it's some grocery stores are having a Chimay cheese. Now, ooh, they make cheese, and this cheese is awesome. Cool. And the water. Is drawn the water that they use to make the beer is drawn from the wells inside the monastery. Um, when they are done using the mash from the beer, the grains, and when it's been filtered, Ooh. do you know what they do with it? Season the cheese. They feed it to the cows. Oh, man. produce the cheese. So I mean, it I was really close, is, Father Rich. It is. Quit laughing at me. So it really does have that concept of a, a really deep, harmonious, yeah. and and useful nature of all their resources. Yeah. yeah. So Chimay, um Chimay really got very big, and but then they were in Belgium, right? And we all know what happened during the 1940s in Belgium. The Nazis, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And the Nazis, not only were they just terrible people, they also were villains against beer because they ruined the monastery. They they occupied it and destroyed it. So after the war, the, um, the monks were able to go back in and start rebuilding it, but they had a problem. Their beer was coming out really bad, right? Because they hadn't used the equipment in five, six years. Uh, and the beer was coming out terribly. And no matter what they did, they could not get the pre-war recipe to work again. Wow. Because beer requires yeast. And th- this is 1940s. You can't just go to the store and buy yeast, right? So their beer was coming out ropey. And basically, their beer had an infection because the yeast was no longer good. Uh. Mm. So... One of their priests, Father Theodore, um, he was a master brewer, and he was a chemist, and he worked with another gentleman who was a chemist and master brewer, Jean de Clerc. And they were able to um, develop a new strain of yeast that is proprietary to Chimay Abbey. They're the only ones who have actually developed, maintained, and cultured this yeast. And it's the only 
that they use it for their beer, and that's what gives their beer that, that distinct taste. Mm. Let's have a try. All right. Father Salty. Theodore, good work. Mm. Thank you. Let's see what it's like. Very, very like malt, like caramely. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely um, take, taste the tones of, of caramel and, and more of like a bold, malt. richer kind of overtone. Not to as it. light as the Orval. Yeah. Not, not as nearly light. as light. No. But not really super heavy either. No, this one I think has a more a spicier. Like oaky, spicy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and just for all the listeners, like, don't take our word for it. We, we're on, not beer these. connoisseurs. <laughs> so if we say oaky, it might be like bubblegum. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I Chimay, I love it. The cheese is great. The Abbey's great. Um, it really does a lot to promote. Uh, we look, I think we even got a, here's our sign right there. Oh, yeah, we do. We, yeah, we have our own drop. Yeah, there you go. Right behind Father Rich. Mm. That's their vintage logo. Bam. All, all right. right. Well, all right. Let's bottoms up. Let's bottoms finish these up. and then we you guys can start them. your ratings. Okay. Mm. I'm going to give this a 7.5. The Orval was really, yeah, the Orval was delicious. It was, it was, and it depends on what you like, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like these I are like arbitrary. The, these are arbitrary. You guys, yeah. 7.5. I'm good on that. I would I would still give this a give this an eight. I mean, it's it's a very very good beer. This is the only one that I have had in the past, so it's it's definitely one of my favorite type of beers. So I will give tell it an you eight. that there's another Chimay beer that I like a lot more than this Grand Reserve. This I I love the Grand Reserve. So any every Christmas, every Easter, any birthday, when we have a party, I bring Chimay Grand Reserve. I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 9.5. This is my favorite beer. This is your favorite beer of all time. my favorite beer. I love this. Too grainy yeah. for me. You're too grainy for me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a fist fight at the end of this show after all these beers. <laughs> so what do we have next? All right. So next we're going to go to West Mall. Mm. Now West Mall, West Mall is an excellent beer. You guys are in for a treat. Never heard of it. Now, West Mall was actually the first brewery to produce what is known as the Triple, and that was in 1934. Really? Yeah. Huh. They were the first one to create a beer known as a Triple, and it was because it was the third beer they, they started brewing. But uh, the, the, the West Mall Abbey uh, was founded on June 6, 1794. They've been around a little oh, bit. Oh, wow. And what about, were they brewing before? Yeah, well, comparatively speaking, like when was... Chimay and Orval founded. Orval is really old. Okay. Uh, Chimay is very old too. Um, I have the dates for them and all that. And, I, you know, I'll make sure I put some links to some of the history for each of these. But, um, you know, going through the history of a bunch of 12 different yeah, monsters, it would be a little bit laborious, yeah. you know. Yeah. There would be so many episodes my wife would really consider sending me out of the house. Give me your drink. I'm pouring. There you go. <laughs> he probably wants a tip too. <laughs> I'm not giving you anything, Delacrosse. This looks like a dark beer, though. It is. Yeah. So um, their first beer was brewed on August 1st, 1836, but oh, it was wow. first drank on December 10th, 1836. Um, that was their first beer. It's described as light and light so and these alcohol are kind and rather of newbies. Sweet. Well, it's still, I mean, we're pushing 200 years old. That's not very new. In right? Europe, it is. Wow. Well, 
So Ooh, this is this is interesting. The, the one that we're drinking here, the double, this was first brewed in 1926. Um, they have 22 monks uh, on on the staff inside of the brewery, and they they're a pretty. They produce a lot of beers, but they're not one of the bigger ones. But they they produce three beers. Now they make a single, a double, and a triple, mm-hmm. right? And they're the first ones to create what's mm. called as a triple. And they did that because they wanted to base the beers on the Holy Trinity. They wanted to have oh, wow. three beers. A lot of other ones do a quadruple, and they have multiple yeah. variations. They stick to three beers because they want to brew. Uh, you know, in, mm. in 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 regards to the to the blessed in, trinity, in, in reverence. Yep. Yeah. So, and w- and one of the other things that's pretty cool about uh, Westmo is that they will put a little bit of sugar and yeast after it's been brewed in the bottle and then seal it up to get that bottle conditioning. Huh. Now, most of the time, you just take the beer, you pour it in a bottle, and stamp seal it, it, and then and that's it. And send it. Yeah. But they they brew it, they ferment it, everything, they age it. Put it in the bottles, and they put just a little yeast and a little sugar in the bottle at the end. Hmm. Wow! So, well, I'll tell you right away when when this beer hits my palate, it just comes to life, right on my palate. Like, yeah, the flavor hits me immediately. Yeah, the finish isn't as strong as like. Yeah, it is a much lighter finish. It's, That's a, crazy. it's a lighter yeah. finish, but the flavor Big hits flavor. you like right off the bat. Well said. Yeah. Well I said. Know, I think this one tastes more like Chimay than it does like Orval. I agree. Oh, but yeah. it doesn't, it, but it has a little bit more of a, I guess, nuanced character, maybe a little bit more uh, delicate nature to it. It does. So this Orval, is this a double, triple, anything like that? No, it doesn't. No, it's just Orval. Okay. That's still actually, my, a, fa- that's still actually my favorite beer. beer. It's yeah. a different beer. Orval. Like Orval is a completely different beer. Like so you can't far. even like. You you would have to have almost a uh, preference of right. yeah. beer to to rate one over the other. Mm-hmm. You know, the Orval just ruined the whole thing for me because this is very much like a Chimay. Well, what's small? Um, another thing that's pretty cool is that is brewed. At, the monastery is uh, named after the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Oh wow! And so when you're drinking what, beers, Orval is no. Um, oh, Westmont. Westmont. Okay. When you're drinking a beer, you go into the store and you could buy any beer that you want. I mean, when you can buy a beer that supports monks it supports vocations vocations it supports charity it's brewed at a place called this after the sacred heart of jesus that's i pretty mean cool. that's pretty cool you know why would you get some other brand when if you can afford it i mean it's it's worth it and especially yeah. you know i and think it's, it's a cr- incredibly and, high quality beer. slug beer either. and let me no, say no, this though too because a lot of impression that i've had over the years with trappist beers have been that they're like super heavy and dark and stout like and already, like this beer that we're just drinking no. right now, this Westmel mm-hmm. is is definitely like it feels like a lighter beer, but it packs really it's a strong in, flavor. It's coming in at seven percent or something like that too. You know, yeah. like a lot of these IPAs, like a lot of the hoppier beers, yeah. which are very popular, seven percent alcohol by volume. There you go. Um, most of them come in there. The Roquefort is a little bit higher, but um, well, the makes flavor. Meal. Like the hoppy flavor kind of gets cheapened by like citrus or pine mm-hmm. or all these mm-hmm. stuff that they no, throw I, in there. I, I love strong IPAs. I, do I too. love bitter IPAs. I do too. But this is a different thing. This I mean, is this is a it's, it's almost like a it's almost like drinking a, a you know a bourbon. You if know? you've blown your palate <laughs> out with IPAs and yeah. you know because a lot of times an you IPA, want something different. It can really just blow your palate out and you're just yeah. like ah this is too much. Yeah. 
You drink these. I mean, this is not something that you're going out and doing beer bongs with. This yeah. is something that's much more refined. I think it's something that's much Wait, more. Wait, you do beer bongs? <laughs> you don't? No. What is a beer bong? I don't even know. Oh, shut You know what a beer bong is? <laughs> so, what beer are we going to next? All right. So, I like this one, though. All right. Well, we got yeah, to give our rate ratings. It. So, for me, I'd like to move my Orval up to a nine. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling the same way you I'm gonna are. I'm going to move it up Cross. to a nine. Yeah. I'm going right. to move this to a eight point five, and then I'm moving Shimei down to an eight. So I'm I'm kind of ranking that. I'm, I'm going way. to stick with what I've rated so far, but I'm I'm going to rate this one at an eight point two five. Are you calling me complicated? Yeah, you complicate <laughs> things, Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Let me take a let me let me see what I'm going to rate this as. By the way, we have something very exciting coming after this beer. I really like this one. This is, I think, more. Chimay. We've got two beers before something exciting, right? No, we got one beer before and then, something exciting, and then and then you're going to do a taste test to see what is a real Trappist beer and what is a fake one. And this is the Inquis- Inquisition. It is. Right. And, and your, your, butt, and, your butt's on camera the whole time. Why don't you get a beer or sit down? No, I'm just. <laughs> this one's going out no, to all go that the Gen Delacrosses out there. So, this is going out to all the Gen Delacrosses. So I'm going to give West Mall. I'm going to give this one. I actually preferred this. That's um, the only woman interested in your rear end, right? <laughs> I'm going to give this one an eight. I mean, I really like this one. Oh, you guys are encouraging. I'm giving it an eight. You really like it. You're giving it an eight. You did the nine on the Shemay. Yeah, but still, your Shemay, your Shemay is that. That's what I like. It sounds like you're, you've already made up your mind. Chill, though. Topic changing to Trappist. Roquefort. Trappistes Trappist. Roquefort. Roquefort. Is there anything up here that you haven't had? No. No, I've had all. So, I've had. Uh, I haven't had everything except for the Orval. Yeah. I haven't had anything right, except so this So since we haven't topped, we haven't touched on it. I'm going to tell you all the Trappist beers, right? Okay. There is Akel. There is Chimay. There is. Uh, Gregorius, there's Le Trap, which is named after the order. Le Trap. There's Orval. There's Spencer, which is the first one brewed in America. That's brewed in Massachusetts. Um, you, you should be able to find that one here. There's uh, Trey Fontaine. There's Westmall, Zundert, and Westerville. And I think I actually did say this, mm-hmm. but we couldn't find all of them. A lot of these are really hard to find. There's some websites that you can order them on. There's a really cool website actually out of Cleveland. It's called Monastery Greetings. What? Right. So Monastery Greetings, they are a clearinghouse, basically a mail catalog for anything produced by monasteries. Oh, cool. So free plug for you guys for Monastery Greetings. But if you're looking for gifts, they have cookies and breads and cheeses and beers and crosses and anything. Fruitcake. Everything. Fruitcake. (laughs) Anything produced by a monastery, they sell it on this website. So go check them out. Great company. Good dude. They support um, all these uh, monasteries and religious orders. So, very nice, very nice. This is the. That's all he. That's all you gave him. Well, I'm dude. I'm, I'm like half full here. Oh, okay, not, come but, on, guys. You all know right. what? You know what? The the monks in um in Indiana, um, they they actually make caskets, and I've always wanted. Actually, that's a client of ours. A, yeah. Oh, we really? Trappist, Trappist caskets. caskets. Yeah. I really want to have a a casket like that. Like keep it well, up and you're going to. You, you yeah. gotta, yeah, you gotta <laughs> keep buy it, one. Keep it up and you so, so Trappist caskets, they they really they produce their caskets by hand. They um they source the lumber oh, from their grounds oh, of their dude, own that's monastery. Like chocolate, so bro. Good. 
I'm talking about caskets, and you Sorry, guys are blown we, away we by just this beer. Just this beer chocolate together. casket right here. This it is, was incredible. This is so delicious. All right, wow. You know, actually, what is this? Tell I'm, us about this. Well, this yeah. is the Trappist Roquefort. Dude, that is smooth. So good. Wow. Frothy. You know, you know what it comes in at? And this might affect the rest of our uh, podcast, but it's uh, <laughs> 11.3% alcohol well and i was you know it's what like i was going to say about almost. that do you know the the snifters that like really nice yeah. bold wines yeah. come i mean bold wines bold beers come in yeah that would be a perfect beer to put in a snifter and have like one beer cup? yeah it, it doesn't have the same finish in a solo I fill cup you up solo cup this. but but this is my favorite beer that we've had thus far. Right, let me try. It. Me. I haven't tried. Now, this is Keep one of the drinking. very this is one of the very smallest. They only very have good. 15 monks at their monastery. Right? So, I mean, wow. There's a vocation crisis and where, if you're where a young man and you're listening to us right now. <laughs> drink this beer, give them a call if you're called to the priesthood or religious life. Where where are they located? In Belgium? Yeah. Where the Oh my gosh, that's, that's delicious. Wow. Wow. I may I may consider transferring to <laughs> Bishop Bishop. I'm not, I'm not leaving the diocese of Saint Augustine. Your bishop's not watching this show. No, that's probably true. Thank God he's not watching the show. But this is this is delicious. They're in a very beautiful uh, monastery. They're in the Abbey of Notre Dame de Saint Remy. Oh Lord, have mercy. That's good. awesome. Lord, this so is so they're in support vocation. So that this is an art wow, right here. This, this is my favorite beer that we've had so Holy far. Holy moly, this is now. So, so, hold on. So, so this is so they they have numbers. So they make on their they make beers. three kinds of beers. They make Roquefort six, Roquefort eight, and Roquefort ten. We're drinking the ten, right? So the the, the, difference, the difference between them is the alcohol content, the um, specific gravity of the beers, the temperatures they're brewed at, and it produces a different result. This is mm. a for 10, and my goodness, this it's, is a... Mm. It's so flavorful. It is. Like, wow. And, and it stays on your palate. Yeah. And it's it's thick. It's like... This could be a problem, though. Yeah? This is... Well, that's 11. why we drank it last, or almost last. This this boy right here is 11.3. That's 11. like drinking 3. water. And the fact that you're saying that now, Let's and he's like interested in it, when I said this like five minutes ago, means that we need to get an Uber at the end of this oh, talk yeah, show. Not, yeah, we're absolutely taking Uber. <laughs> we're responsible. Don't drink and drive, kids. Uh, no, no, don't um, do that. Wow, this is really this one's really good. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. You got it. So, um, so what are you guys going to rate this? The, uh, more about the Abbey or anything? Do we have anything else on? On them because this is really really good. So, so there's one there's one more beer left like right that we're sip rating this beer. So yeah, you want to sip this. You, you don't want to. You, yeah. you don't want. And that's like, what I mean by like having yeah. one glass of this. Oh right? man, like this just, is this is this is yeah. the type of beer it is. So, so good. Roqueford, their monastery goes back at least till twelve thirty. Wow. So uh, at least to twelve thirty, it was actually originally founded for Cistercian nuns, mm. and then uh, the nuns were driven out, and they were replaced. You know, the, how the, are nuns driven out? They're like, you can't be nuns no well, more. Yeah, Get out of here. No, there's, there's wars. There's okay, famine. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it okay. was abandoned. The monks came back and reclaimed it. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Protestant armies destroyed it during the uh, Eighty Years' War in fifteen sixty eight and burnt wow. it to the ground. Oh lord. Um. Then when they rebuilt it in 1595, uh, that was when the first brewery was a, was founded within the Abbey. Wow. Uh, you know, can you imagine uh, if breweries here were like 
face with war. It's like, oh, you know, Bud Light's gone. Where are we going to find this Bud again? Light. I don't think my parents would be too worried about that. But if Coors Light was, I mean, I mean, they would be up in arms. In 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 1789, what what happened in um, 1789? Only you know, Ryan Shield. Do you know what happened in 1789? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. 1789, French Revolution. Oh yes, that's right. The, during the French Revolution, um, they the French Revolutionary drink with me. This is so good. The is French Revolution, delicious. Oh, Let me talk, Drinky McDrinkerson. No, I'm. We're celebrating. Okay. So the French Revolutionary Army invaded the Netherlands in 1789, and they destroyed the abbey. They confiscated it. They sold it to a private par- private person. The private person destroyed the monastery. Mm. Crushed it to the ground, turned it into a farm. That's cold. That's cold. That's, That's cold blooded. This is cold. It's but cold. Trappist, you can't, you cannot keep a good Trappist down. And when when the smoke cleared, and when all these people died off, um, they reestablished in 1887, and um, the monks were the monks went back and they bought the property back after you know everything cooled down. You know, about a hundred years later. Wow, man, now, Trappist monks are. Yeah, uh, monks are heroic. Monks they save Western society. And, and monasticism is heroic, dude. Yeah, like and, living a monastic life is absolutely heroic. You, you know, can we're say wearing, it's we're monastic wearing these, or monastic. Monastic. I choose monastic. Yeah, but it's like monastic. it's like mono mono that sense of like monotheism. But you know, like we're we're I'm wearing this beautiful wrist bracelet here pray yeah, for you vocations can get, you can get that as a gift if you become a donor on, uh, on our patreon, patreon app so yeah. i mean like big shout out to monastic orders you know of men and women around the world that live that lifestyle man that's so impressive and so heroic and it's beautiful i, I i've been so privileged to enter into a monastic way of life a number of times in my journey up and you know i've been journeying now with christ for close to 20 years and time and time again, Christ has led me into that monastic way of life, even though it's for a short period of time. And most of my friends are like, there's no way in God's green earth that you wouldn't be able to like live that life every day. But it's gorgeous. And I could, whenever I get a taste of the monastic way, I, I, I see that silence. I see that contemplation. I see that oratio. I want to participate in that more. Yeah, you just the, want the, the beer. Biggest, and, then, and then the beer at the end of the day, really. No, but you, you know the big like the first time I ever went to a monastery. Yeah. Um, got there with a friend of mine. He's like, I'm just new Catholic, and he's just like coming in, like knocking on doors, like where y'all at? We're supposed to be staying here, you know. And this guy answers the door in this, you know, habit, and he's got the hood on, and he opens the door and he just like puts his arm out and wow. he's like, come. Come inside, dude. And and the the presence of God there was like just amazing. It you was in Conyers, right? Georgia. Oh, of all the places. monastery of the Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh. Yes, dude. Awesome. Like I could not get away from God while I was there, bro. Like, it just completely. I've got. I've got. A, so when I was at Abe and I I joined the Diocese of Saint Augustine, it was on the feast of Saint Rita. Saint Rita lives in Kasha, Italy. That's where that's where her remains are, sure. right? So it's right next to Norcia, Italy. I always thought it was and you taught me that it's Kasha. Kasha. I, was, I, oh, I have more books than Italian. I have more books than they have friends. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of things I've only read in books. Well, we're your friends, dude. <laughs> yeah. just, we love you, bro. He's just correcting you. you. Yeah, but I, I have more you, books bro. than that. So, <laughs> so 
so Norcha is right next door to Katya. Sure. So when I was when I was going in pil- on pilgrimage to go study Gregorian chant in Salem, France, I had this time in Italy, and I went off by myself to go visit the tomb of Saint Rita. But when I was heading there, this Benedictine sister that I was at Ave Maria with before God rest her soul, amazing woman, she was like, Richard, you need to go to the birthplace of Benedict and Scholastica in Norcia. So I, I show up late. I get off the bus. The sun's set. I don't know where I'm staying. I've got a backpack. I like I, I don't know where I'm going to stay for the night. I'm walking down the main road. I find this really ritzy hotel. And this is a big shout out to anybody that's traveling you, on a and budget. And you stop there and you're like, how much? <laughs> I, knew, I knew there was no way that I was going to be able to stay there. So like, I, I drop off my bag at the front desk because you could check a bag for free. So I'm like, can I check my bag? And I, I wrote my name or whatever. And I went into the main square and I found the church. So I go up to the door and it's late. The sun's set. But I'm like, I'm going to go try and pull on the doors. I pull on the doors and they open. I walk in, nobody's in there. All the lights are off. And I see this flickering light, like a candle down the stairs to the tomb. So I went all the way down to the tomb and, and I'm spending time in there in prayer. And, and like I said, nobody's in there. And next thing you know, I hear these, these footsteps, boom, 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 boom. And like this monk comes in there and he's got the hood on. And everything. You just reminded me of that. Yeah. He's got the hood on. And I look up at him and I'm like, Buonasera. Paso para la inglesa. <laughs> and then he's like, Buonasera. And then I'm like, that's the extent of my Italian. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, man, that's about the extent of my Italian too. <laughs> like, oh my God. I said, where are you from? He's like, I'm from Texas. Texas he's like, course. this is a house of American Benedictine monks. I'm like, no way. He's like, where are you staying tonight? Darn tootin' ponder. <laughs> Darn tootin'. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have anywhere to stay. And he says, you're going to stay with us. Uh, and I got to stay with them way. for a couple of days. And I got to stay in the monastery and live with them and pray in Latin. And they're yeah. like a really traditional conservative yeah. community. It was a beautiful experience in Norcia. Big shout out to them. And you they know, went they, through that horrible yeah. earthquake, you know, and, yeah. and they're still recovering. We got to support them. Yep. Now, they're yeah. Benedictines now, Roquefort. Their monastery burnt down in 2010. Oh, yeah. Wow. So really? every, time, every time you drink one of these guys... Uh, that helps support them. them. So the the one yeah. that's my and favorite. So, so, so actually have Norshas had good distribution. Norshas do beer too. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is they have distribution in the not, yeah. United States. We got to put links to all these. Yeah, beers. let's do that. Yeah, that's great. And, yeah, and, and, and I'll everything talk to, that we do, I'll like, talk to monastery um, greetings and see if they can yeah. help us out and to help these people out. So we need to give this one some ratings. I'm. This is my favorite beer so far. Nine. So my I think my highest is eight point. Five right now, so I'm going to give this is a, the highest eight point five. I'm going to give this a nine. It's very good. Point five. No, I'm not going to give it a nine point five. Okay. I'm gonna, got, I'm, what about you? I'm giving this one a nine. This one was. This is excellent. That was awesome. Yeah, this was so, absolutely stellar. So we got to we, we got to like come on, we got to go. Right, so so now, listen. Hold on. No, here the, so of the four beers we sampled, I'm going to give you now us at a bar no. right now, not in the podcast studio. Welcome. Which is. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we got to give a recap of our scores. So, okay. we tried Orval, Chimay, Westmall, and Roquefort. Yes. We each gave our own scores. I'm going to give you the total of the scores. I changed mine. You, I, I oh, updated this is good. Them. I updated them. Just so, well. Orval, Father, 8.5, 9, 8, for a total score of 25.5. Chimay, 8, 
8, 9.5 for a total score of 25.5. Westmal, 8.25, 8.58, 24.75. So coming in number in fourth place. Pretty close. That was fourth, pretty yeah. close, but still in fourth place. Roquefort, 9.99.27. Roquefort was by our, far our clear so winner. Good. The clear winner yeah. by 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 a That's considerable substantial, amount. Substantial, yeah. So we Roquefort got one more. 10. We got one more left. So actually, we have one more little thing. Now, everyone who watches the Catholic Talk Show, you know that on every episode we do the Inquisition. Yes. Padre, you're up against it. Okay. We're it's gonna, a beer-quisition. It's the beer-quisition. <laughs> now I'm nervous. So You're give happy. Me, give me this beer, <laughs> happy. Ryan, give me these two beers here. So we got two beers. One, a West Mall... Actual Trappist triple. These are, these are two triples. So this is a very holy beer. This is produced by Trappist monks. We got another one called the Devil's Backbone. It's <laughs> fake. It's a Belgian and style. You think oh, the I hope Devil's I get this right. It's a, better than shame on you. Oh, it is Lord a Belgian style triple. So hail and brimfire, monks. <laughs> okay. Or the devil. Yeah. Now here's the thing. <laughs> now if you can't guess which one. <laughs> If you can't guess which one was actually brewed by monks in a monastery, okay. In the beer store, we found something. It was called crickets. 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 Actual crickets. All right. Yeah. If you can't guess the right one, you got to eat a. You put those. You got to eat a salt, there. Vinegar, a salt and vinegar cricket. Go show that to the camera. Go show that to everybody. The crickets. Okay, let's let's open. This these is up. real. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop it. Ooh, that was a nice pop, huh? Popsky. So, let's no, just give no, him a on, taste. Wait, wait, wait. All right, we're hiding this right, one. Okay, I'm not looking. I'm not Padre, looking. Padre. Now, but here's the thing. I, I'm not the only one on the gauntlet here, guys. Don't look. I'm not You're looking, looking, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not looking. Are you looking at the monitors? No, I'm not looking at the monitors. How do we turn off the monitors? Okay, listen. If I get this right, and I choose what is holy... And what is just and what is beautiful, namely that at the craft of these monks, they poured heaven into a cup. And I get it right. Who's going to eat the crickets? Ryan Delacross. If you get it right, both Ryans will eat the cricket. All right. If you get it wrong, you eat the cricket. Now, hold on. Is this some Princess Bride stuff where you like mix it in with both? Father. Have, there's two things well, you should. You guys are conniving. You guys are conniving. Father, never get into you. a land war. You guys are like my best friends. I know you. Never get into a land war in Asia. Never get into a battle <laughs> with, with the Slovenian. <laughs> that was good. That All was right. good. But only slightly. Bro, you guys are gonna down. pull a, a a slick Rick on me here. What you do not know is both are filled with iocane powder. <laughs> All right. You filled it with the same oh, beer. Quit acting ah. like you're a beer sommelier or something like sommelier. that. Yeah, whatever. Sommelier. I just did and I've that never had either version. of these beers, so, so I've got to select. Hey, but you got to keep them in hand. Left because, and right. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I've got to select the You've holy one. You've chosen correctly. I didn't even choose yet. <laughs> I know. I was just being the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, okay. why did that look so hard? Please <laughs> do the other one. Please don't rush me, we dude. Delacroix, I understand. Please, to I want to eat a cricket, bro. They got to get back to work. I don't want to eat a cricket, dude. You're really serious with this? Would you just give me time? Just please? drink it.
What do you think? Which one is Trappist and which one is the devil's backbone? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Triple all right. Belgian see those ale. I'm going to say, did y'all put a cricket in here? No, no sir. No, no. no we're eating the crickets. I'm going to say the left is the right choice. The, the left is the, the Trappist Yes! Beer. Yes! We are not drinking or eating. The left was the devil's backbone. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, let me taste this. Fool me. Oh, yeah. Let me taste that one. Let me see this one. I'm going to see if you're right oh, or you wrong guys. or if you're so, bad at this. So this one terrible. is the devil's backbone. It's um, actually, it's only brewed Dude. in Texas. It's by the Real Ale Brewing Company. A little shout out to you guys. Um, nice beer, but also. It's tasty. It's very good beer. So it's tasty. It's not rich. It's not luxuriant. It's well, not Father holy. Rich it's is not... about to eat some crickets right now. Uh, yeah. Salt and vinegar crickets. Can we get a close up of him eating a cricket? Howard, can you can you zoom in on this? Let's do a little zoom ski on Padre here. Crickets. Cricketsies. Oh, dude. <laughs> crickets. Thank goodness it has some sodium in it. <laughs> a lot of sodium. All okay. right. This is this cat. is this is really a Catholic talk show first and probably only time uh, that you're ever going to see on a podcast a priest eating crickets unless <laughs> you were talking about the sustenance um, practices of Saint John the Baptist. And and that's what I was talking about. And he lost a oh, bet. Lord. Yeah. So, so I've gotta, okay. you shouldn't gamble, Father Here, Rich. So, but in fairness, I'm going to give you the proper Trappist beer to wash it down with. Okay. So here, show that to the camera. <laughs> Oh, joy to the world of all the fishes in the deep blue sea. It's alive. It's alive. And this was just because. Padre. Padre. Good sport. Hey, man. I'm all for it. Oh, it's so crunchy. The whole thing. Chew it in the, chew it in the mic so they can hear crunchy. <laughs> Dude, that's awful. <laughs> hey, by the way, we were just joking. <laughs> Oh, you guys are <laughs> terrible human beings. You did not know. We're reasonable human beings. We just played a joke <laughs> on you. Well, you, you you paid up. But so, what do you guys think? Trappist beers? Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy more. I need know? to buy more. I would love to support the brothers, man. Yeah. You know, like instead of instead of buying beer and especially other... uh, the Rofort, you know, they're, they're I tell you what, numb. this beer right here. Is definitely my favorite. It's good. Trappist Roquefort. Yeah, and and the, your least favorite is probably the one that you did not get right. No, dude, my least favorite are these crickets right here. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's my least favorite. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I thought this was a pretty cool episode. I mean, the Trappist monks and the monastic communities, that you have the ability to support them financially, to yeah. support their spiritual works, to support their charitable Absolutely. works, and have a beer out of the yeah, equation man. is something that's just... Look, win, there, win. there's very few opportunities in this world to get something so win-win, yeah. and that 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 you should take advantage of this. Um, we'll put some links to each of the uh, monasteries and their breweries, so you can find them. Different ways to find these beers, but support these monasteries because, uh, as Catholics, I mean, the more that we can get this this uh, solidarity with the the local producers and with the monastic orders, the better we are. Yeah. And, and yeah. honestly, these are great beers. And like I said, I think. 
the, the Trappist Rockford 10 was the clear winner of this. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And, and they, some of them need help They're They've been stricken by, yep. you know, a lot of, um, natural disasters mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a way you can help them. Absolutely. Yeah. And a way that you can help us guys as we continue this awesome show is to continue to support us with patreon.com forward slash Catholic talk show and to connect with us on social media. Make sure that you're connecting with us on www.catholictalkshow.com. This gives you all of the ways that you can can connect. So if it's just audio, if you're if you're listening in as you're driving to work or even at the workplace, if that's cool with your boss, you know, you know, check us out on on Stitcher and Spotify and you know, the YouTube, YouTube iTunes, iTunes. We're on Google all of those Play. places. Google Play. And make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Roku. Roku. Just joking. I don't know uh, if we're yeah, on Roku. We are, right? we're Apple TV, yeah. Catholic TV. You know, we're we're across the board. We're, we're there. So we're at the library. We're, we're at the library. library. Check us <laughs> like way in the back though in the library. Probably find <laughs> us at the bar after this with a new bar. But look, hey guys, I, I really enjoyed. I mean, we had six beers and we, we split that. This was a blast. But this was really cool, and it's something that I've been wanting to be able to do with you guys for a while. So this was a really, yeah. a really excellent episode. And seriously, go out and support your your monastic communities. Anytime that you can find a way to support the Catholic Church through the consumptions of goods produced by religious, it is a complete win. So. Stay new to your pets, and and take a look at that 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 domain that Shield is putting up on the on the pages as well, because that's a way to support them. There's so much out there, so make sure that you're connecting with what our brothers are, and sisters are doing in these various monasteries, because you know get to know it and and support it. So we want to wish all of our viewers and all of our friends a very beautiful He's evening. Hopefully, you've enjoyed a little bit with us tonight. And to the Trappists, Rockford, who won, and all the other respective breweries, we wish you the very, very best. See you Slotcha. next time. Nostravia. Nostravia. Nostravia.